Okay, so the topic today that we're going to talk about is uh, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. So wow. this was penned by the late, great Benjamin Franklin. Uh, what do you think of that, guys? Yeah, I think the, we're looking at it from a point of view of, of planning, of course, and all the different things we see happen that are either an attempt to to get make shortcuts perhaps or get ahead of yourself in the renovation project. Yeah, I think the gist of it is just how people come into this who haven't done it before and they don't really realise what they're getting themselves into. Yeah, so people don't understand the gravity yeah. of what's what's happening and they don't... Um, and when they talk to a consultant like a designer like there's a designer or an architect or a drafty or someone and they're looking at taking on a project of, of a fairly significant design, even small project, they don't really understand where they're going and there's certain things that they mm. need to do or people would need to do. So I suppose what we're going to talk about today is um, where where we see what uh, some people do, not everybody, mm. what, what some people do about um, not planning properly yeah. and getting ready for their and projects. The things they don't realise yeah. they're doing. Yeah. And it's and usually first-timers, yeah. not, not exclusively, but... Yeah. yeah. And the part that we play in that process of, of this billion dollar industry and mm-hmm. you know why we're in it and why there's a lot of people in it and why people t- spend a lot of money on on their education to be in it mm. so um and that's that's why we're here lean on us work with us engage with us and mm. um you'd be in a better, hell of a lot better position when it comes time to to finalize your project mm. yeah so i suppose one of the very first things to point out about this topic is Every single renovation and new home we do is different. They're all custom. It's never been done before. Your project mm. isn't the same as your neighbours. Um, and that's one of the key things to remember when getting started. Yeah. And I think people watch a lot of TV with renovation shows and that, and it, they make it look simple, you know, like the block. And they don't show you just how many tradies yeah. and designers and engineers are working behind the scenes. Well, how much, show, how much planning... You know? has gone into yeah. actually getting to that point of where the contestants get on the block yeah and um and what uh they the, the amount of planning and the amount of preparation that they've done actually to getting to that point mm. so mm. um yeah, and something a lot of people don't realize is the building's already approved with council the floor plans mm. are done to a point <laughs> that they can change but it's a lot of it is a, a, approved and finished before the contestants even get there. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of misnomer out there in the industry and things like that, and and those that have been through the process, whether it's a renovation or a new home build, um, would understand. And I think actually, guys, in our next couple of uh, podcasts, I think might be worth us having a chat to some people who have already um, gone through that process, and we can mm-hmm. get some first hand knowledge uh, separate to ours um, and, and a first-hand perspective and some really kind of good good understanding and I think that'd be a great idea for a podcast for the next couple of podcasts yeah, yeah. definitely I've, there's a few clients that I can think of off the top of my head who definitely hit a number of roadblocks along the way they mm. weren't not necessarily faults of their own but just that's what happens when you do a renovation. There's a lot of unknowns. Yeah. And look, you're not going to be able to predict everything that comes your way. But if you are ready to go and, again, you, you lean on the experience of what we provide as to our clients, uh, then you're going to be uh, in a hell of a lot better position to tackle this type of project. So let's not forget that the uh, this is, uh, aside from buying the property or buying the the house that you're living in now that you're wishing to renovate or, or the extra block of land that you're going to build your new house on. You know, the, the renovation or building an actual new house is either the first or the second biggest cash investment that you're going to make. And mm. it's important that you put time and effort into planning for your build to get it to get it as close as perfect or get it as close as right as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and just the difference between going to like a spec home type situation where you're sort of just buying a floor plan that's already been done a thousand times over and it's that much cheaper and simple for them to do but then you come to an architect or a building designer 
and you're doing a custom build, everything changes. All the variables just go through the roof. Oh, there's there's hundreds of thousands of variables, and mm. you know, like yeah. like Aaron said before. I mean, this is a custom design. This has never been built before. Mm. So, um, and uh, you might have a Aaron says you might have a similar property to neighbor's property, but you know, you got to remember that nobody's built your vision just mm. yet. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's vision is is individualistic, and yeah. um, and there's there's a uh, generally a correct way of going about doing these things. Uh, generally, there's a, a, a correct way of, of going through process that has been done for hundreds of years and so mm. it's an approved um, process that uh, everybody loosely goes through from, one, from point A to point B, you know, point A starting to plan and point B the finished product mm. um, and all the steps and the journeys and the stuff that um, that they have to go through. So I think this is a really good kind of um, podcast topic to have a talk about and, and mm. identifying some of the pitfalls mm. um, that we see that or, or um, mistakes or misguided yeah. mistakes yeah yeah a bit of both um, and some of the some of the things that people should be doing yeah yeah hmm. I thought it was interesting how you said uh, just like what's right for your neighbour is going to be completely different for you how often we see that that from a code's perspective that people look down their street and think well they got that how come they're allowed to have that and yeah. I can't and I'm yeah. only 10 metres away from them yeah. but you could be in a completely different neighbourhood plan completely different um, development code like you just don't know yeah overriding factors for the individual block as well yeah. is going to determine and dictate and direction something we come across very often is someone's neighbour might have done a carport on the boundary or uh, a raise and build in a certain way and they say, oh, I want exactly what they have, draw it for me. And we say, well, you can't have that. That was approved 10 years ago and that's not in the city plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's it's a lot difficult to achieve the same thing. So, yeah. um, <laughs> again, another great topic that we can talk about is um, how councils influence how, you know, any local council, let alone Brisbane City Council, kind of influences uh, yeah. a design process as well with rules and regulations and what we're allowed to do 10 years ago and what we're allowed to do now and and some very strange nuances in the uh, Town Planning Act and Code and things like that. And understanding mm. that too is um, it's a constant, it seems to be a constant evolving documentation and uh, interpretation is is key of understanding mm. what this means and if you're not in the industry and you're not if you don't know uh, not dealing with this every day it's hard to understand mm. yeah I think um, one thing that people could be more aware of um, and that we can help with is looking at like the pipe networks that the council have through sewers and water lines and stormwater. Aaron's laughing Casey we're doing our best not to um Jump in with What's him. the matter? What is the matter? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Continue. <laughs> is this a canary in the coal mine situation? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of it, and now I'm now I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing, Aaron? Uh, well, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Sorry, Casey. What were you talking about? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're talking about. I think you're talking about infrastructure. Yeah, people, um, they want to do something and they haven't even realised that there's pipes underground. Mm. Yeah, You don't think about it. Does someone bring us out to their house and say, oh, we want a deck right here, and we say, oh, we've just done a dub before you dig search. Yeah. Did you know there's a sewer there? Yeah. They say, oh. Anything. Yeah, or no, but we, we want to dig matter, under here. Yeah. We want to do this. Uh, yeah. Well, people don't know what they don't know. I mean, this is Can why we put they're a pool in. Well, this is the people don't know what they don't know, and this is why yeah. they're getting us out to, to exactly. have a, have a, have a talk about with. these types yeah. of things. All right, so that brings us if, back to the topic. They failed to plan, and we're here to yeah. help. Okay, so well, how, the, well, how then? The, the question then. The question <laughs> I pose to you guys then. I mean. Uh, how do we help people understand where they? Well, where can people look? Where can people understand? Where can people go and find information about their property, um, so they can kind of get planning on their project and yeah. getting an understanding. So what you're talking about, what you guys are now talking about, is talking about the the infrastructure and planning and things like that, and trying mm. to understand uh, those types of things. I don't. I, I, 
um, uh, somebody who's not in the industry might find this type of stuff difficult. But what you know, if they understand what where their pipes are and stuff like that as part of that process. They may not know what they can do with it, but where can they go mm. to find out that information if they want to yeah. go and look? Yeah, well, that's right. There's nothing that we access that anyone else in the public can't access. Like, dial before you dig, it's a public service. Anyone can make an account and do an inquiry, and that's going to show up straight away where all of your underground services are before you do any works. Mm. So then there's things also too. So that's from the infrastructure point, side of things, right? Yep. So you could go and dial before you dig and have a look and see where... Like you're saying, the pipes are. The other thing also, too, if you want to get an understanding of your property, um, uh, of where your property sits in the grand scheme of things, uh, can they go to, say, like, for instance, Brisbane City Council has a, mm. a PD online, which is a, de- which is a, um, development tool that we use on a regular basis, uh, when we're looking at properties and things like that. So, so can people go, people can go to the, people, go to this area and go and bring up their property and have a look and just see what their uh, what their property is. Is it, you know, mm. what zone is it in and, and what other things in it. And, and there's going to be a lot of information that they're probably not going to understand. Yeah, interpreting like what does it mean if you're in a character area? Yeah. You know, that might not mean anything to Well, you have, well, yeah, well, you I mean, if you want to get into specifics, oh, excuse me. Um, not particularly. And, yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> Well, I think you have. I mean, you've got dwelling character, which pretty much every property, residential property, has got dwelling character over it. Mm. And then you have um, traditional, traditional character. character. Traditional yeah. character, which then kind of forces your um, mm. uh, hand on a on a couple of things yeah. in terms of... Yeah, and there is a tricky hierarchy that you have to sift through, I suppose, when you're on council's website. There's mm. so many different categories for different zones and precincts. And um, Casey mentioned before the neighbourhood plans. You might You might be looking at the traditional character code and say oh fantastic it lets me do what i want to do but have you checked that there's a neighborhood plan Mm. for your property as well because that might mean there's a whole nother list of requirements like oh no you can't demolish your existing front door yeah because in this neighborhood you have to keep the existing uh front entrance or something for example so this kind of then relates to um identifying your suburb and what what you may or may not have and then so the traditional character overlays are generally found in older older suburbs, a lot closer to the city. Yeah. You know, things like New Farm, uh, as far out here as Audley. Yeah. Um, West End. Uh, West End. Anywhere within Bulimba. a um, anything, close you know, radius of the city. Well, really. yeah, anything that kind of almost falls within that um, 10, 10, 10 kilometre radius. Yeah. There's a lot of traditional character elements in there. And there's... As Aaron was saying, is you know you've got specific responses that we have to kind of work through, and That's not every right, yeah. and not everything's the same. Mm-hmm. So, so in that in, in that instance, if somebody is looking at going down that track and um, they don't want to head down that road all by themselves, and they want to find out all that information, I mean, it's something that we offer as a service that they can talk to us about and yeah. things like that. And, and there's nothing wrong with giving a designer a call. Uh, a town planner a call and have a talk to you and get an, get a bit of more of an understanding of what they can do, yeah? Mm. Yeah, it just allows you to narrow down what you actually want to achieve, I think, when you come to getting it designed. Well, and, understanding um, what you can achieve. Too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's pretty much our first step when we get a new inquiry. Uh, before we often even talk to the client, the first step is, okay, what's their address? Where's their property? What overlays does it have? Does it mm. have flooding? Does it have traditional character? Can mm. they demolish their house? Can Is they there not? a giant sewer? Um, <laughs> and that's a whole list of things that everyone has access to, but a lot of people don't know how to access it or interpret it. So yeah. first step, we can do that for for a client. And that's for anything. So that's for yep. uh, renovation, extension, um, yeah, new home. projects. Commercial everything. projects or anything mm. like that. So basically... Yeah, we have a number of clients at the moment that are demolishing existing properties or that have vacant land nutritional character elements. There's a whole heap of rules surrounding that we're working through at the moment. Um, uh, one of our most biggest projects, we only we received an approval yesterday. Um, so there's a lot of grey area too, so in terms of uh, town planning applications and so forth, that, that can kind of... Uh, hinder you or or change the direction of your design. But again, if you you need to get the proper advice. 
yeah. um, from somebody yeah. somebody like us, like a building designer or a town planner, about those certain elements, things like that, in terms of what you can do, what's possible, and what the feeling of the council is at the time about certain elements and whether they're going to be leaning yeah. until they're going to toe the line. And yeah. I suppose the reason you might need a town planner is worth mentioning. If you're designing something or wanting to design something that's outside of what council approves as an acceptable solution, um, it mm. doesn't mean you can't have it. It just means to get it, there's a process you need to follow which might involve a town planner and applying to council and then there might be a bit of negotiation with council sort of saying, look, we've incorporated all of these traditional characters and roof lines and so on, but we want this garage that's not traditional. Um, can you approve that kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, I mean, case in point, there's a recent project that we've just had approved. Uh, it's taken a little while to get there, um, but... Uh, something that we designed in traditional character area and there is not one traditional character house in this whole street. Yeah. Uh, mm. Everything's been torn down, removed, uh, yet we still have this traditional yeah. character in the street and not one house has any form of traditional character as much as council would like to yeah. attach themselves to a mm. uh, very small amount of weatherboard yeah. or a tin <laughs> They roof. still tried. They yeah. rejected our application and they said, no, this isn't traditional enough. We want to see you incorporate some traditional materials. And we pushed back and said no. Yeah. And we said, no, 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 we're going to stay, stay the course, get through and, and mm. look after a lot of pushing back and justifying our position, we got the approval for a fairly... Uh, uh, the, the design is is kind, is a, a, a design around mid-century modern and with a little bit of Art Deco yeah, kind Art of Deco. inspiration. Um, yeah, the reason so, it was approved was because there was a good justification. Yeah, well, we made the justification work. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but if without, you are in a traditional street, you're not going to get a big black box approved. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so that's probably another discussion for another time. I think we can, um, <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> uh, that's another discussion for another time. We can, I think, we can wax lyrical about traditional character yeah. and how yeah. how council likes to play with our lives mm. uh, and our designs and and the individual interpretation of Brisbane City Council architects. Anyway, yeah. um, so so okay, so probably. Probably, okay, in a nutshell, pulling this all together and first step that we could say for people to who are planning to do a, a yep. project is um, getting a basic knowledge of where the, what their yeah, property definitely. is. Do your research, what find their out property what your is. limitations are, what mm. you can do, what you can't do. Um, and a lot of people will find that that knocks half of their dreams off the list straight away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I don't think it knocks half of their dreams off the list straight away. I think they people people well, can come to terms with it and they, adjust their, they can adjust their dreams. Yeah, right? give us yeah. 30% maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I mean, think it knocks were, their dreams off. If you're I hoping think... to demolish your uh, heritage-listed house, it's not going to happen. No, If you're not going to... Yeah, okay. That's, that's a good case in point. But in general... If you have a broader understanding of what you can do and what you can't do, then you can you can you can adjust your dream yes. um, to <laughs> to work. So basically, um, uh, in that rare event that you're you're owning a traditional character house uh, or a historically listed house, um, okay. So stage one, step one, basically, is get an understanding. If you don't know how to do it. Give us a call. We'll do it for you. Yeah, and we'll we'll walk you through that process and we'll give you an understanding and we'll educate you. Mm. on what what we can do and what and what you should expect. Um so we've yeah. kind of I suppose the next thing is once you've waded through all those early on waters mm. and you get into actually getting it designed, um you've got a concept and you're happy with it. I guess there's a lot of problems after that. Well, I want to that's probably a little bit further down the track in terms of planning for your project. I think we're talking we're talking well, well, well back towards the beginning. I think the next topic that we need to discuss on that would be um, understanding a budget. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, we have so many people that ring us up and they think a hundred thousand dollars is going to get them a four bedroom, two bathroom extension, hmm. and it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So th there's those issues that we need to discuss. Yeah. Um, and there's the, which is, you know, Aaron's point is quite common. Uh, it's because people don't understand what they're going to get. Yeah. Or don't understand how much, how far their money will go. In a um, custom a situation as well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially a renovation. So, or especially in a renovation. Well, you know, again, a renovation versus new home design. Mm. Um, I suppose 
is there a uh, well, is there is, is there well is there, that's a good topic. It's a bit of a battle we've been having lately. Yeah. Mm. Um, do we spend the money on a renovation, or for the same price we can get a brand new home? Mm. What's the difference? Why wouldn't we get a brand new home? Um, I, look. There is a lot of factors, and again, this is this is custom design. This is not a one um, shoe will fit all type of uh, process. So there's going to be a lot of individual factors that are going to determine on whether or not you're crossing the divide between mm. building a new home um, or pushing forward with the renovation or extension. So obviously, if you mean if you if we go back to the, the, the argument which is having before about traditional character houses, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, happy days, it's a boy, because basically you're going to have to keep this house in one yeah. way, shape or form. Right? But in saying yeah. that, do you think getting a renovation, you can, doing a renovation, you can have the same result as a new build? Will it still feel, will it feel like a new home when you're done, or do you think it'll still feel like the same old house that you've always lived in? Well, again, there's nuances in that as well, mm. so basically it comes down to people's budget, and it comes down mm. to what people want for that budget, and, and, um, what their overriding expectations are going to be. Yeah. So there's definitely cases where we speak with people and they want to do a renovation and they've got their hearts set on a renovation. They've got the money and they've got the budget uh, and, the, and the time to be able to do it. But they're definitely in a position where um, if they want to... Uh, if they want to build a new house, they could build a new house, right? They could pull this down and they have little less, little to no compromises about the ideas that they want to do. They're not working within yep. with the same space. Yeah. I suppose the overriding thing with renovation versus um, new home would be uh, the, the difference in cost of construction, right, at the end of the day. It, so is, can we use a square metre rate? Is a, is a square metre rate comparable even? Um, like we've been looking on the Metricon website and it says, oh, um, this 100 metre squared house, for example, is $100,000. That's X per meter squared. Can I use that same rate per meter squared to budget for an, a reno? As no, well? you can't. And no. you can't for a custom design new house either. So you can't you can't go into a metricon or like a um, let's let's refer to these people as the off plan builders. You know, <laughs> I don't want to. You know, let's 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 not advertise. Uh, any of our and other, well, they're not my competitor, but any other any other company that may be out there. Yeah. So off-plan builders, yeah. gents moving forward. But the um, <laughs> bleep that out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do the Conan thing, Ashley. We're going to cut. All right, we're going to cut that bit out. No, it's all good now. Um, <laughs> um, but what Aaron was saying is that can you go and use these type of square meter rates to justify your budget no you can't it's it's like um going to a fast food chain versus going to a fancy restaurant where yeah. you actually got a chef you know making your food planning the re- uh the menu every night rather than just pumping out a yeah, thousand getting a, burgers getting a yeah. big mac and a coke yeah yeah and driving yeah. driving home while you're eating it. you're gonna pay yeah. more yeah it's exactly. more complex yeah it's more happening not that we're comparing you know <laughs> off-plan builders as, bleep, a, as a big mac and, a, and a, as a mcdonald's <laughs> meal and right. a custom <laughs> and, a, and a custom design no, as a yeah uh, case you made a good point it's a good comparison as a nut market there's just, nothing wrong with going to maccas yeah i know <laughs> Well, you know, it's not the fancy restaurant. I probably should be a shareholder, <laughs> but the um, look. <laughs> in, in saying that, look, where then? You know, the question is, where do you go and how do you figure this out? Right. Well, even before you go down to those, uh, trying to figure out how much my renovation is going to cost, you need to understand how much you can afford. Yeah. And how much you're willing to afford, and it's having that that uh, that mm. difficult or awkward conversation with your partner about saying, well, look. Um, how much can we afford? You may not know how much that's going to get you just yet, but if you have that conversation with your partner, have that conversation with your bank or your mortgage broker as well and just say, well, look, we're looking at heading in this direction, how much, you know, and and simple calculations uh, on your own calculator, on your own laptop or in your own head will tell you, you know, whether or not you can yeah. kind of can I yeah. can Even I afford can I afford to repay four hundred thousand dollars you know over and above my mortgage, so the um, you need to have those uh, conversations and and my suggestion is you you have two numbers ready to go in that sense one is your lower end one is your high end now mm. um, 
I don't want to confuse the issue because first thing I generally ask most people is, is what's your budget? When I first meet people and talk with people, what's your budget? Mm. Um, and all, you know, the, the line I like to use is what's the line in the sand? You know, where, how far yeah. can we push this and what's your expectations? And the, um, the motorbike just went past really quick and I've lost my train of thought. Where <laughs> <laughs> Budgets, budgets. budgets. Where's, the line, where's the line in the sand? Where's the line in the sand? Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for getting me back on track. Um, yeah, so where's the line in the sand? And, it, and if you have a knowledge of that, you may still not know where, how much this is going to cost you or how much, what's going to get you where. Mm. But at least in that way, you've got a sure-footed understanding of, well, look, you know, we we can afford this amount of money on our renovation, but also to look at the, the market implications as well are we mm. overcapitalizing on our property yeah. and this is one of the biggest things that a lot of people are worried about is whether or not they're overcapitalizing and again that's another topic we can talk about um yeah. at a later date uh you know overcapitalizing should you do it or should you should you not and um and again there's the right and wrong answer and that will come down to individual mm. um requirements individual circumstances and so mm. forth um, we have a lot of clients who yeah. are okay about overcapitalizing. Some we people have a lot just of, want to live there forever. Yeah, some people just want to live there forever and they want to have an absolute fantastic house. Yeah. Yep. So the um, and they're willing to take the they're willing to take the chance. So um, and that you know, uh, property growth is, I wouldn't say it's consistent, but it's definitely the norm. Um, mm. So the. Uh, so you need to have a look at those factors. So a lot of things there is that, you know, um, to recap on a couple of those things already is that basically uh, from your budget point of view is get an understanding of how much you can afford to spend. Yep. So that's yep. having the awkward conversation with your partner. Have the, um, the conversation with your mortgage banker in the bank and kind of start setting that line because uh, line in the sand and getting an understanding of, of your actual individual budget. Um Mm. then before you go and start designing something. Mm. Yeah. The other thing I think people uh, tend to do is assume that the renovation is cheaper because they're building less. And they think there's... Because there's so much already here that all we're spending is the materials for this extra bit. Yeah. But there's so many variables in doing a renovation that can make it more expensive at times than a whole custom build. Yeah, correct. And having that assumption... Like we've had cases where people get to the end of the process and see how much it's worth. I think people assume uh, a lot of the time that a renovation is going to be cheaper than a new build. Um, and they come in and ask us for a renovation design um, when if they had the choice, if they knew it was going to be the same price, they would go with a new build. I think people who, who are toying with the idea of renovating um, do sometimes, and I think it's a good idea for them to, to think about this as well as whether or not they're going to do a renovation mm. or not. I think they should ask the question. Well, they do. A lot of people do. Mm. Um, but the uh, understanding and understanding what the difference in costs is going to be, again, it comes down to nuances between the difference between what people want versus uh, somebody else. Um, so the projects are not the same um, but generally obviously rule of thumb if you were to compare a half a million dollar new house versus a half a million dollar renovation well what would the outcome be and what would that look like mm. would you get a fully completed house as a renovation at half a million dollars or would there still be things needed to be done on the original property or you know, mm. those types of things so mm. there, there's there's definitely differences I mean average if you said that um, a custom home build cost would probably start uh, a real, a fairly medium type of finish, medium type of design um, would be around the two thousand dollar mark. Well, basically, you know, a renovation. Yeah. The, the renovation's going to be north to, to closer to three. Yeah. But new, like, really out there, custom design new homes, like they're, you know, depending yeah. on who you go to from a design mm, perspective, pretty easy to go over a million oh, dollars. It's a, it? it's pretty easy. well square yeah. meter rates. You know, go past three to four thousand, if yeah. not more. But, there, but then you could meter. say the same with um, a really out there renovation. Mm. Yeah, or high end fittings more. and finishes in a renovation. Well, yeah. Well, what the suppose the difference between the, the renovation and new aspect is? You got to deal with the existing part of the property mm. right at the mm. end of the day. I think the existing site has a lot to do with it as well. Because yep. if you're on a sloping site, oh, yeah. for your renovation or extension, um, 
it might just be a few stumps out of the ground to support the extension. Whereas mm. if you're trying to do a demolish that house and then build a new home on your sloping site, uh, quite often we've had quotes for a hundred thousand dollars of site works, and that's just yeah. for the site the build hasn't <laughs> you haven't started. Put anything down yeah. yet. Yeah. And, and the difference again with renovation uh, or dealing with an existing property um, with a renovation or extension versus a new house too is if you're demolishing a house and you're preparing the site for the new build, well, things just happen faster. Yeah. If you're dealing with the old house, um, in a sense, and the builders have got to work around the old house, they've got to raise the old house, they've got to clean up the weatherboards, they've got to clean up inside, they've got to take all the asbestos out. You know, so yeah. there's things that are going to slow you down initially in mm. the initial stage that are going to cost you a hell of a lot more money. And things you don't know as well. Yeah, once, yeah, once you right. pull the asbestos off, what's actually in the wall. Yeah, exactly. What's <laughs> behind it is there, you know, a layer of horse hair that with um, <laughs> yeah. five, five uh, you know, 50 years worth of um, lead paint on it. Yeah. So yeah. The, how, do you, how do you tell someone which which direction to go? How, how far down one path do they have mm. to go to, to see what it's going to cost? Um, look, I, to get an understanding of, obviously there's going to be clear indicators from the word go, um, in some instances about whether or not they have to do a renovation. Or I'm going to get back to the old traditional character yeah, idea, right? Um, or there's a, a, an extension or something in their future. Yeah. Um, but a lot of this can be, a lot of this can be discussed, um, early in the piece with, say, a designer or something like that in terms of about if you're not sure. Uh, which way you want to head or what, what, which, which direction do you think you should go in? Um, and there's, there's nothing wrong about having that conversation with a designer, uh, or somebody, somebody similar and just saying, well, look, you know, which way do you think I should go? Um, and we can, we can give the advice and then, yeah. and, um, at that time, you, you know, you can make the decision on which direction that you want to head. Mm. Um, and obviously those, the, 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 the final discussion and all the final decision is going to be based around those nuances, right? So basically it's going to be based around, um, in some instances, it's just better for some people to do an, a, a basic extension because their budget's just never going to take them to the type of new house that they'll need or the new house that they uh, should build in particular area. So yeah. a, another way around of things is doing that kind of hybrid. You know, Casey and I are working on one at the moment um, out at the Gap, where basically it's a, a 1970s three bed timber floor, simple roof line house, mm. a very basic um, timber structure, mm. um, and the client's budget is just is is enough to cover a, a pot extension where they're getting a brand new living space and things like that, and then they can come revisit the front part of the house at a later date or they've got the money at the time to do it mm. um, so there's those kind of hybrid ideas as well where yeah. the discussion with that client um, kind of led um, is we want to do a renovation or extension we don't know exactly how um, we don't know whether this is a good idea we don't know whether mm. our budget's okay but these people were prepared in a certain sense they already knew how much they could spend they already had a um, idea of what the, what their property was like, but they just didn't know how to get to the next stage. Yeah. So that's when yeah. we stood in and we said, look, your budget's not big enough. The, 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 the slope of the land is just going to... Um, the new home argument just is completely out the window yeah. because basically the slope of the land and the land prep that you were talking about before was just going to blow their budget completely yeah. out of water. So yeah. basically we, we came up with an idea that should be very good from, from their budget perspective and get them a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath house, uh, which will be quite a modern um, mm. design um, for their budget. Yeah. Yeah. So it, 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 each each case will be kind of, uh, depending on the, 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 yeah, the simple... Case the, the, case, the, the yeah. multiple... Yeah choices that we're going to have to make moving forward. I guess the, the point in the end is to have the conversation. Don't, well, the, don't well, the, be afraid to have the conversation. The, the point in the end um, is to have the conversation about the budget, mm. uh, get an understanding, and get a basic understanding of square metre rates. Yeah. Um, and there's places that you can go. Um, there are places you can go. There's a, there's a company called Cordell's. Um, that operate out of Sydney and they, they basically like a, br a bureau of statistics, um, mm -hmm. where for the construction industry and they, they kind of work on average square meter rates for, um, uh, if all different types of constructions from, okay. uh, off plan new home to custom design new home to, okay. um, uh, 
smaller renovations, larger renovations, and what's the, the national average of square meter age costs, um, but also to what your in what by state by state and region by region square meter rates cost. Okay. So and is that available to anyone? Like, can, can anyone at home go have a look at that to get an idea? You have to pay for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not as simple as just jumping on their website and downloading a, a thing. Uh, a, a list of stats, you know, like you would on a HIA um, right. housing stats. Um, it's not as simple as doing that, but it's definitely it's definitely somewhere where you can look. But there are uh, some uh, other free ones, aren't they? Isn't there some banks that uh, have a similar sort of program, just not in as much detail. Uh, not that I've seen. Not that I would. Yeah, know. I've come Probably across one on. before. I think I used um, one before. I can't think exactly who it was, but there's yeah, they definitely exist, and it, yeah, it was. They, I think they used it in conjunction with their home loans calculator. Yeah, a similar see. thing. So you could sort of go on their website and say, okay, this is what I want to do, and they'll you can put that into their system and it'll tell you, okay, what you're thinking of doing is going to cost approximately this based off of our rough square meter rates, yeah. and then it sort of links you onto the home loan after that. Well, there you go. I yeah. know that existed. So there'd be so. some other resources out there yeah. rather than just Cordell. Yeah. Oh, look, there's other resources out there. There's nothing wrong of having a chat to a builder please don't talk to my mate who knows a mate who's a friend of steve oh yeah um that, <laughs> that basically you know the biggest mistake if this said. is one of the, the most <laughs> annoying biggest mistakes is that my friend who knows this third person over here yeah who lives in new south wales and has got no idea of what goes on in queensland yeah. um has told me that <laughs> this is what it should be yeah it yeah. that is you're just setting yourself down a very rocky road of disappointment yep. yeah. you need to get the advice from trained qualified professions they're uh, like us like builders um uh, builders another point of core if you know i know a great builder who can give you an idea rough idea of cost look they're not going to be able to give you any kind of you know how much is this going to build if i do this because they've never seen it before either yep. this is when you're going to need plans right yeah but there's certain ways that you can kind of gather, but it, it is very uh, a unique process, and then that kind of, I suppose, leads us into the next topic um, um, of planning for your, you know, getting your planning right for your project. Um, is well, I suppose there's the the we are going to talk about doing plans and getting a kind of a basic understanding of what you're looking at doing going down that track. Mm-hmm. But there's also to the process of inspiration as well. Yeah. Yeah, and having an idea of what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, you know, we've looked at our property, we're getting an understanding of what it is, we're discussing our budgets, we're putting the feelers out there and getting a little bit of information based around that. And now we're kind of heading into that inspiration type of direction mm. about. Once you've got that base point. Yeah, it's time to sort of narrow down some ideas. Yeah, exactly. Have a look at those. Have a look at some ideas, and these these ideas of this inspiration could be um, what my floor plan. It could be as simple as what my floor plan is going to be like, but it also yep. to um, you know they're the basics. But uh, the other things, are talking about the style, what you want in this, what yeah. what do you want in this property? What do you want in this design? How do you want it to look? Yeah, mm. and I suppose how how greatly does that affect the the price? Like if if someone came to you, for example. Um, with three different styles they were thinking of going with. Um, do you try and push them in any direction or as far as uh, build costs and that, they can really go for whatever whatever they want within reason? Um, I think styles... Is there one style that's dearer than the other style? Possible. Um, for example... But I think it's a lot more deeper than that. I think yeah, it's a lot more deeper than but that. But, like, a lot of people at the moment are going for Hamptons. And a Hamptons compared to something more minimalist, um, mm. someone, like an untrained person, might look at that and think, oh, there's so much more stuff on the Hamptons house. That must cost triple the price. But that's not necessarily right. the case, is it? No, I, again, it's one of those funny little nuances again. There's kind of levels within levels within levels. It's an interesting thing. The um, uh, looking at the uh, case for the Hamptons, like there's kind of the base Hamptons, which is just really a, a 
white and grey Queenslander. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with a couple of shaker style cabinets on the doors of the kitchen. Um, and hey, look at my handman's house. But the, um, uh, and then there's, there is the proper realistic replica Hamptons type of look, which involves mm, a lot of stone. Yeah. And, and the glazing bars. And yeah, okay, that's going to cost more. Yeah. Um, it's just really the level and how much you put in and the materials that you're going to use and where you're going to source those materials from and mm. where you're going to source your, um, supplies from, you know. So basically, um, there's level upon level upon level in there. And I don't think one style is going to cost more than the other. It just depends on how far you want to push yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, from a, from a stylistic point of view, it's, it's, um, I mean, what do you guys suggest in terms of where, where are people, where are people going to draw some inspiration from? Oh, we've spoken about it before, I think. Um, we look at Pinterest as one example that people go to. Um, there's Instagram. Arc Daily is another great resource that we've, mm-hmm. we've been through. Um, yeah, we did touch on that in our first podcast for anyone that wants to go take a look. But <laughs> yeah. Or take a listen. It's very rough, so forgive us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, there's a lot of places this for one's good inspiration. Way yeah. Um, yeah, we're doing really good today. <laughs> and especially just to get an idea, there's nothing wrong with taking something that's really out there and bringing it into a designer or a builder and saying, "Hey, look, I, I love this. I know I can't yeah. afford it, but but we'll look, we'll take that idea and say, "Hey, look, we know you can't afford that, but." Um, yeah sorry we can tell Uh, but we can definitely design you something that's certainly on the right path Aaron I hope that's not what you're doing I hope you know client comes to the door and sits down and goes yeah look you can't afford that sorry it's too bad too bad (laughs) Um, look yeah again (laughs) a little bit oversimplification there mate but yeah (laughs) Uh, look um, I think there's a, a massive segment on uh, I think it, it comes back to like we said before. You come in and have the conversation. Yeah, don't, don't be afraid to show us get a, get, your, your wildest get a, ideas. Get an understanding of what you want. Basically, <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, and we can work with you on creating that. Yeah, yeah. And, I think and, and we promise we won't be brutal. We're, 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 there's there's, well, there's going to be some education we in the not. next couple of days. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> if you get Aaron, oh, if you get Aaron, it's a bit rough. Yeah. yeah, you get me. It's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you'll be broke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, <anyway>. so <laughs> I, I think <laughs> based on that conversation, um, <laughs> so I, I think what we're trying to say. Well, I know what we're trying to say is that basically get an understanding of what you want, have yeah, an idea, do, your research. do do some Look research. Into your budget. Feel free mm. to look at some inspiration, get an idea, and certainly I think have those things in your mind before you start seriously having some conversations with builders, building designers yeah. like ourselves, um, etc. Yeah, so I think then what encapsulates everything that we've just spoken about moving forward is, is a client preparing themselves to start down this track. The next mm. step really at the end of the day is starting to engage with mm. somebody like ourselves Um just come to synergy. Um, but the, um, somebody like ourselves who is going to take that, your basic information and help you expand on that and, and develop, uh, a brief yeah. and develop a, a, a way forward for you. And when it comes, when you're having a look at that and probably one of the biggest budgets, the, the biggest thing about budgets too, I think is unfortunately again gets back to that whole, um, one size doesn't fit all. It's custom design. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's every project. We can have different. some basics. Every project's going to be different. So, what then is the best way of of looking into that? You know, yeah. they're, they're, I, I don't know who coined the phrase. You know, the chicken before the egg, or you know where that's come from. But it's definitely something I use on a regular basis. You know, you're looking at a chicken and egg before scenario. Is that well? If you want to know what something's going to cost you, you have to look at this project as an investment. Invest some money in a in a in at least a basic design, uh, uh, or at least mm. to what we would say is a di- design development phase, mm-hmm. and then going test the waters. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> geez, thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> way to continue the no, conversation. Think, so um, you know, move on. Somebody come up with something to say. I'm speechless. Something else to worth note. <laughs> worth noting would be that we don't just draw plans like that's, uh, to summarize this conversation 
uh, research into properties. Um, we're not qualified. But are we summarising already? I thought we were still having a chat about, yeah, but you know, going chicken before the egg scenario, getting some canary. plans done. What? Oh, the canary down the coal mine. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's right. And I'm, I'm saying, what I'm saying is that we, we can help someone do all of those. We don't, we're not just a drafting service yeah. is what I'm saying. And there's um, so much more that goes into it than you might see on the surface. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of people think, oh, why do I spend all this money with a building designer? Mm. Um, there's a draftsman down the street who said he'll do it for 200 bucks. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that draftsman probably didn't know there was a sewer under your house. Or, you know, yeah. there's, there's so many other things that we look into. No, well, they're probably things. not going to invest the amount of time that we invest into that project. Yeah. They're probably not going to... Um, uh, and this is not for every... This is not... We're not talking we're not saying this about every other comp- competitor no, that we have not. but the um they're not going to you know um this you you have to see this as an investment yeah that's right and you're, if you're, you're spending not to spend a little bit of money yeah at the you're, start, you're, then you're, you're spending not money you're spending a, a lot of money so uh, in terms of renovating and building your own home and you know we work all work very very hard for our money um so you have to get this right and uh, you have to see your plans and your design as an investment. Yeah, yeah. which is at the end of the day a, a small percentage of a construction cost. Yeah, like you're, you're you're looking to spend hundreds, if not over a million dollars, on something that yeah. you're potentially going to live in for the rest of your life. Yeah, um, and you could easily outweigh the cost during construction than if you had just spent that little exactly bit extra, right. yeah. spent that more time as well and energy, making sure that you're ready. Yeah, uh, and again, it just comes back to um, getting your planning right and, and getting to a point where you can, you know, from a concept design point of view, design development set of documentation is, I think, is the bare minimum that you would need to understand where your budget's going to be. Yeah, yeah. and, and what's, what's that include um, for those that don't know what design development? Well, you go through a process. Obviously, we, uh, from our point of view, we'll take you through a fairly, fairly significant um, scoping process to begin with. So, yep. that, I mean, it really starts way back then. Um, we do a concept design, which is which is basically floor plans of the ideas, is a combination of ideas onto uh, onto um, scale drawings, uh, and then the next phase of that is design development of, of of refining that process. And with that, then you know you get with a design development that we issue anyway. Is uh, uh, scaled floor plans, scaled elevation sections, um, and three D um, views. Three uh, D views. Well, you know that you do them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Is turned into an interview of me? Yeah. Um, come on, guys. We're going to have this, you know, robust discussion. But uh, enough information that uh, a builder or quantity surveyor can actually look at this and just say, "Look, this is where we're heading." Yeah. And yeah. and like I said before, early in this podcast, is that any any good building designer is going to discuss budget with you. Yeah. Um, whether you want to discuss it or not, they're going to they want it, they're going to want to discuss it with you because no building designer likes to get to the end of the design process and find and unfortunately get in, uh, find out that their clients can't build yeah um, what they've drawn yeah and we see it time and time again um, through other businesses um, uh, through people not planning properly people taking the shortcuts mm. um, and people not setting themselves up for success yeah. And we see it more than, uh, unfortunately, we see it more often than and then the successful track that people are setting themselves up to fail. Yeah. And basically, and they fall out of love with the process. Mm. They fall out of love with designing their new home. They fall out of love um, by the time they get to the end. Yeah. Because there's just, it, 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 there is so much that goes into this process. And like Casey said, um, uh, what we do and, and what we provide and what you might see from the surface is, is you know, it's the old duck analogy. You know, mm-hmm. there's a duck floating around yeah. on the surface of the pond, but the legs are going um, yeah. absolutely flat knacker underneath yeah. the water. And there's a lot of busy work going uh, behind the scenes that you're that you're not seeing that you may not understand that we may not yeah. talk to you about. Yeah, you might just have a few sheets of paper in front of you, but you don't see the 40 hours of work that created them yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, like drawing it. It's 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 looking at every single aspect of this of this design and making sure yeah. that it's going to work, um, and it's approvable. Going through all those filters, yeah. Yeah. 
So, I suppose we're at the summarising position of this podcast now, Aaron. Can we, yeah, well, we enter into that we space? Are now. <laughs> Granted permission. Yeah. So what? So what we got from today, I think, um, if we can summarise this, I think is what we got from today, and what we're saying to people is: look, get the planning right, and yep. you're going to enjoy this process. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to enjoy the outcome, and you're going to enjoy basically the the fruits of your labour. Mm-hmm. Um, There'll be so many less unanswered questions. Mm. The more the more you plan, the more you know, and the more uncertainty there will be. Yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. Like we don't know, we don't know. This is why we do this for a living. You know, but this is what we we live and breathe, and we make our lives work. Um, yeah. So, don't be afraid to ask questions. So, probably from the top today is understand your property. Yeah. Now you yeah. may not be able to do that by yourself. Ask the question. Let us help you with that if you can't if you can't do that yourself. Um, what was the next one? Budget. Understand the budget. Yep. Now you may not know what the square meter rates are going to be, but you um, should have a fairly good understanding of how much you're going to spend, where your limitation is. Um, and again, um, there is tools online that you can go and have a look at. But probably the one of the biggest takeaways is don't go to those off the plan builders I were, I was going to say the M word <laughs> um, don't go to those off the plan builders and expect that you're going to get the same result if you apply it to yeah. a customer design it's one thing you know that we see on a regular basis um, second one is inspiration get an understanding who you are and what you want yeah. know your goals yeah um uh, inspiration also too covers off on your, your wants and desires list. There's nothing wrong with kind of creating a list of things that you want uh, or that you need and that are kind of have to be part of that, that mm. process. Um, but then there's the, the wants list of things that you can compromise on. Yeah. yeah the yeah. needs and the wants list, basically. You know, that's part of your inspiration track as well. Yeah. And then engaging with a building designer. Yeah. Um, and, and working with somebody. And, and it's almost like... If you and making that investment, it's almost like buying a property and doing your due diligence prior to you going unconditionally mm. in your contract. Well, this is the same thing. It's that basically, it's a chicken before the egg scenario. Nobody's never, no one's built your property before. No one's built the vision that's inside your head. Yeah, we have to grab that dismantle, put it on a piece of paper, and go and find out how much that vision's going to cost. Yeah, yeah. And this is an investment in your process and moving forward. And any good designer out there, if your designer's not talking to you about your budget from the word go, it doesn't matter if it's a hundred thousand dollar project or three million or four million dollar project. Mm. If there's no greater understanding of what your budget's going to be, then again, it's unfortunate that you're setting yourself up for failure on this because you're going to get mm. the end of the design process and yeah. really disappoint. Proceed yeah. with caution. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think that wraps up. Our second podcast. Yep. Episode two. The awesome. Empire, the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think uh, for the next podcast, I think we might have to figure out what we're going to call this thing. Yeah, we'll have to think of a name. Yeah. yeah.